And now some more highlights of the Keep On Moving podcast, episode seven, in association with Truck, offering a large range of trucks from logging, metro, long haul, and tipper models. They've got you covered. Low tar weight, extremely durable, outstanding dynamics, top performance. For more details, contact the team, 07 This time round, Dave, Carl, and Gavin discuss a subject about trucking. It's called the moot. And what is it today, Dave? EV trucks or alternative propulsion trucks. Some people say they're going to be here sooner than we realise and other people say that they're not going to, it's going to be a slow grind to get here. What do you guys reckon? First thing what we need to do is limit ourselves to talking about pure electric and not bring hydrogen into the conversation because that's a whole other topic. Oh, you sport sport? Yeah, uh, well. Uh, that just gives us another mood for another time. It does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even then, it, it depends. I mean, there's such a hell of a lot to consider. What has become quite obvious is the willingness with the public to actually go EV um, themselves. You know, everyone was sort of uh, very much on the fence, uh, but the numbers that we're seeing on the roads now is certainly starting to prove something totally different. So the thing is, is that there's a lot of guys I know, I've got a lot of mates that, you know, turn around and say exactly that, oh, you'll never get me in an electric truck and so on and so forth. But the reality is, is I think technology is getting there. That's, um, you know, there's definitely big leaps and bounds being made. And I think, um, well, you know, we had this conversation the other day, didn't we, sort of via text about, um, uh, you know, we'd sort of been out with the CNR team again and the uh, uh, with Murray and the T908 and, you know, sort of 600 and something horsepower, you know, Caterpillar underneath the bonnet, um, pulling the blimmin', uh, you know, three rows of, well, four rows of eight actually and the, and the dolly and a 24H cat on the back. And I actually posed that question there and then, you know, when will we see an electric truck that could actually do that and do it as well. And the reality is, is that it's probably still some time away before we get to that level. But the thing is, is that electric energy is already proving that it will be up to the task. It will do that job and do it effortlessly and yeah. probably with more ease. Yeah, I think it's already somewhat there for personal mobility. Um, the mm. first chips mm. are there for metro delivery vehicles. But I think it'll still be a long time yet before we see a truck running say, more than 200 k's from Auckland, for example. Um, yeah. And, and two of the biggest determining factors across any of those classes of vehicles um, is battery technology and charging infrastructure. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. And Gavin and I were with a well-known car transporting firm this morning who have bought a lot of their work as, as higher-end cars, and, that, and he said that already, at, right at the moment, they are 70% of the cars they can't are EV. Yeah. I come at it from, from two perspectives. One is from, from an ex-transport, uh, working in for a transport company, like in a management team at a transport company, and second is from personal experience. And for, the first one is uh, you can say what you like, and, and there are, you know, there's a lot of transport people out there who are enthusiasts as well. But when it comes to the pure business, if a truck, if, if there's a truck in the market that goes as well and is cheaper to run over the course of its life and has less R&M because it has less moving parts, the business will dictate the transition. And if it's not them going, hell, this thing's actually going to put money in my bank uh, over the 10 years that I own it, uh, they'll be pressured from their customers because yeah, all the customers, what, yeah. all the customers will see as a, as a rate drop, and 
God help the transport industry. I hope that we don't do what we've done so many times and there's the opportunity to split a margin where the customer benefits and we benefit. We don't bang ourselves on the toe with a hammer and give it all to the customer. Yeah, that's right. You know, it would be tragic if in 10 years' time the EV trucks are returning no bigger margin to the transport operator and the customer's got all the benefits. And the other thing is, from, from, the, from the point of view of personal experience, I go back to that article I wrote called Thor's Hammer after we had our trip to Japan in 2019 and my first drive of an e-cant. And, uh, and I remember vividly jumping in the truck. The joker from Fuso was there beside me. I stuck it in D, planted my foot, took off like a – would have pulled a – would have – beat the ranger away from the traffic lights any day of the mm-hmm, weekend mm-hmm. i looked and he had fairly rudimentary english and i had even more rudimentary japanese i gotta say but i got i managed to get through to him while we were burning around the test track i said man it goes really well what's it go like with a load on and he got through to me that it actually had seven ton gvm <laughs> yeah and yeah. i was like holy shit burgers yeah 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 and so then that always brings me to we know what we know like our life has been growing up in diesel. We love diesel. If someone gave us a great big diesel truck and six, seven hundred horsepower, we think we would think we were bloody made. But there's mm-hmm. kids and young ones coming through now who will That's only right. ever be EV people. Yep. And so they'll get an incredibly powerful, quiet small truck, an incredibly powerful, quiet, slightly bigger truck, like a like a twenty-two ton GVM Volvo Actros or Fuso. And then they'll say, oh, I'll get promoted to the big line haul truck, which if it's diesel, they're not going to take to that overly kindly because mm-hmm. it's going to be noisier, slower, and you've got to fill it full of greasy liquid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and right. so that, you know, the, it's the drivers will push, the, the, the drivers will push as much as anything else, the next generation of drivers, the ones that are, and Matt Smith, our, my co-business partner, made a great point a couple of months ago when we were thrashing it out as well. And he said, Great big machines are the same to any kid as they've ever been through any generation. If that's what you know, if that's what it was when you were four, then you will you will seek after. If it's electric, it'll be electric. When you were young, it was diesel. But a great big shiny electric truck to a kid that's only ever known that, pretty mm. soon the diesels will be vintage. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And I think this too is that with the current climate, the way things are going at the moment, I mean, at the pumps, it's just getting beyond a bloody yeah. joke. I well, mean, that's, that's going to And that's a whole another. Yeah, that's, that's we're going to another mutant together. I know, yeah. we're on to another moot, yeah. but I mean, we won't go there at the moment. But the reality is, is that that will become a massive factor in the equation. There we go. Dave and the boys and the five-minute moot, which is a monthly feature of the Keep On Moving podcast. That was the one from episode seven, and we did it in association with Truck, offering a large range of trucks from logging, metro, long haul, and tipper models. Contact the team 07595 0574.